Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about wealth. Let's talk about greed. Let's talk being broke, living in poverty. Let's talk about black. Let's talk about white. Let's talk about how we still fight for our rights. Let's talk government, sex schemes, and drugs. And let's talk about God. Let's talk about love. Let's discuss our feelings. Hey y'all, welcome to Blessed to Be Us. I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantrell Levette, and this is Bougie Bible Studies. If you are new here, I'd like to welcome you to the best Bible study class that you would ever come across. If you are not new here, then you already know how we get down over here at Blessed to Be Us as we dive in a chapter a week and get the inside good story about the Bible and why it's so vital for our lives today. Today's episode, I'm really not going to take too much time. I really want to just continue where we started at. And you guys, we we are learning about Paul, who was once Saul. Um, Well, now his name is Paul. So yes, we are diving into Paul's journey and we're getting a glimpse of how his ministry life went as he went on to preach about Jesus. Now, if you guys were with us last week, then you already know where we took off. And if you wasn't with us last week, then I advise you to go check out the episodes before. That way you can catch up and just kind of be with us with today's class or whatever. I don't want to take too much time. I really want to just get up into the story. So if you want to grab your Bibles, grab your notes, grab your papers, grab your pens or anything you're going to need for today's bible study class bougie bible study is for anybody if you don't like to read if you like to listen if you want to know about the bible then i'm your girl to come check out and also send to family members who may have a hard time reading the bible or just want to get a glimpse of the bible without being judged for who you are and what you do you know because we are all sinners walking this earth but me personally i wanted to dive into the bible for my own understanding as well as your understanding because i know how hard it could be for just understanding the bible and when we go to church and we listen to our preachers and things like that a lot of these scriptures are not adding up because we don't understand the backstories of where they come from and so that's where i come in at i read you a chapter a week where we just understand the story in the back end of what took place and we can see what we can take from the word of the scripture and we can apply it to our life for today and so i just thank god that he has allowed me to open this platform to be able to use my voice my time and energy to read these stories and as I get a great insight on what actually happened and took place and it just makes everything add up for me in my life on my faith walk on my spiritual walk on my journey and my relationship that I'm creating with the creator because he already established one with me it's now for my job to establish one with the creator and that's what I'm doing and I hope you are doing that too so yes grab your bibles grab your notes we are diving into acts chapter 17 and so you can read out of any version you want to you can follow along any version you want to you can simply just listen it is totally up to you and however you choose to walk this journey i'm just your host you know that's it so if you are ready i am too and let's go act 17 scenes from paul's missionary journey So if he was with us before, you already know that Saul became Paul because God used him as a personal instrument to now do the works that 
as a disciple, which was basically preach the word of the Bible now, you know. And so Paul is on his journey and he is going hard in the paint for the Lord, okay? So he is taking us on his journey and this just so happened to be a chapter into Paul's journey. When Paul and his companion had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days, he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. But other Jews were jealous. So they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city officials, shouting, These men who have caused trouble all over the world have now come here, and Jason has welcomed them into his house. They are all defying Caesar's decrees, saying that there is another king, one called Jesus. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Then they made Jason and the others post bond and let them go. Verse 10. In Berea, as soon as it was night, the believers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. On arriving there, they went to Jewish synagogue. Now, the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. As a result, many of them believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. But when the Jews in Thessalonica learned that Paul was preaching the word of God at Berea, some of them went there too, agitating the crowds and stirring them up. The believers immediately sent Paul to the coast, but Silas and Timothy stayed at Berea. Those who escorted Paul brought him to Athens and then left with instructions of Silas and Timothy to join him as soon as possible. In Athens, verse 16, while Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was greatly distressed to see that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with both Jews and God-fearing Greeks as well as in the marketplace day by day with those who happened to be there. A group of Epicurean and Stoic philosophers began to debate with him. Some of them asked, what is this babbler trying to say? Others remarked, he seems to be advocating foreign gods. They said this because Paul was preaching the good news about Jesus and the resurrection. Then they took him and brought him to a meeting of the Areopagus, where they said to him, May we know what this new teaching is that you are presenting? You are bringing some strange ideas to our ears, and we would like to know what they all mean. All the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there spent their time doing nothing but talking about and listening to the latest ideas. 
Paul then stood up in the meeting of the Areopagus and said, People of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. For I have walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship. I even found an altar with this inscription to an unknown God. So you are ignorant of the very thing you worship. And this is what I am going to proclaim to you. Verse 24. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man he made all the nations, that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their land. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. Though he is not far from any of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offsprings. Therefore, since we are God's offsprings, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by human design and skill. In the past, God overlooks such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. When they heard about the resurrection of the dead, some of them sneered, but others said, We want to hear you again on this subject. Verse 33. At that, Paul left the council. Some of the people became followers of Paul and believed. Among them was Dionysus, a member of the Areopagus, also a woman named Damaris, and a number of others. And that was chapter 17, you guys. So let's break it down. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Okay, Paul is on a journey and he is on a journey preaching. I mean, everywhere he go, he is preaching the word about the Messiah. That the Messiah is the way, the truth, and the life. That God sent the Messiah down to appoint him over all the land and that everyone has their appointed time for their time to come. Paul, he done travel. He reached Thessalonica and there's a Jewish synagogue. And so he gets there. And of course, it's Paul's customs to preach. So he began to preach and he began to reason with them. He began to preach scriptures to them. He began to explain it and proving that, that the Messiah had to suffer, die and rise again, um, that he is the true Messiah. And so he's like, this Jesus I'm proclaiming to you is the Messiah. The Jews there, they were not like really a fond of Paul. So some of them were persuaded and some of them were not. So the ones who were not, they were jealous and they rounded up some bad people all throughout the marketplace. And it was like, yeah, there's this guy in town. He's tripping. He's talking about this Jesus the Messiah. We need to get him out of there. So they rushed over to Jason's house because that's where Paul was staying. Paul was staying at someone's name, Jason's house. Now we don't know who Jason was, but Jason was a friend who was helping out Paul. Now, when they rush over to Jason's house, they don't find Paul and Silas. So instead of them getting Paul and Silas because they can't find them, they take Jason and they bring Jason and his friends out and they bring them out to the council. And they like, look, the people who came here to Jason's house, they've been stirring up trouble. And Jason, 
who has let them in his house, he's okay with that. And these people, they're defying Caesar's decrees. They're saying that there's another God and his name is the Messiah. So the people, they're like, what? Oh no, we are not having that. So they get crazy. They go into turmoil. They like, oh no, y'all finna go to jail. And since y'all gonna go to jail, now y'all gotta bond yourself out. So they allow Jason and them to bond themselves out and they let them go. But they still got locked up for allowing Paul and Silas to come to their house. Tricky. So now Paul and Silas, they have to go to Berea because they gotta get away from Thessalonica. They go to Berea and arriving there they went into the jewish synagogue now the bereans jewels they was a little more upbeat like they was willing to accept paul's preaching because they was interested to hear what he had to say so they really didn't like deny his word or anything they let him speak so they're like okay what was going on they actually like examined the scriptures to make sure that Paul was actually speaking the truth. So they would examine the scriptures every day. And they were making sure that the things that Paul was preaching about actually came from the Bible. So because they came from the Bible and Paul was actually preaching from the Bible, the people in Berea, they were easy to believe Paul because they studied the scripture. They was like, oh, he not finna fool us. We finna see if one and one adds to two. And because one and one adds to two and two and two added to four they believed Paul when the Jews in Thessalonica found out that Paul now was in Berea preaching they was not feeling it so the Jews from Thessalonica went over to Berea and they went to look for Paul and they was like uh-uh you not finna do that over here so they went over to their marketplace and they started getting people like yeah the ones we kicked out over in Thessalonica they over here they causing problems and we need y'all to get together because we need to throw them out of Berea so they start agitating the crowd and start getting them all pumped up and hyped up and so the believers immediately sent Paul to the coast now him and silas and them he they try to send them to athens but silas end up staying in berea him and thomas and paul went to athens by himself so those who escorted paul brought him to athens and then they left with the instructions for silas and timothy to meet him later like as soon as possible so now while in athens paul was waiting for them in Athens and he was like super stressed out because he couldn't believe the things that he was seeing in Athens. He was seeing gold idols. He was seeing people idling, worshiping everything. I mean, they just had all kinds of different gods in Athens and they didn't really believe in the Messiah in Athens. So Paul, his head was hurting really bad because he was just like, I cannot take this no more. So he reasoned in the synagogues with both Jews and God-fearing Greeks as well as the marketplace day by day so he was in the synagogues he was preaching to god-fearing greeks he was preaching to the jews he was preaching to everybody's now a group of epicureans and stoic philosophers those people began to debate they began to question paul like those philosophers were people that can endure such things but really didn't show any type of feelings about it so they began to question paul like what is this guy babbling about like what is he talking about the people were like um i guess he's talking about 
some messiah he talking about a foreign god or something because they wasn't used to hearing about the messiah because they all they worship is gold and all this other stuff maybe cars jewelry clothes all kind of stuff they just worshiping everything and so they like what is he talking about paul was preaching the good news about jesus and about his resurrection so they took to meet in the Areopagus, and they said to him you know may we know this teaching that you are presenting because you're bringing some strange ideas to our ears because i'm sure the ideas that they had in their mind wasn't adding up to what paul ideas was adding up what jesus said like you guys are worshiping the wrong thing you guys want riches you guys need to look to god basically so Paul stood up and he starts telling them, like, look, people of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. I get it. You are very religious because y'all worshiping everything. Y'all worshiping designers. Y'all worshiping cars. Y'all worshiping jewelry. Y'all worshiping your kids. Y'all worshiping your men. Y'all worshiping your relationship. Look, I get it. Y'all just religious, okay? But that's not the way to go. Paul, like, I even found this altar with this inscription of it, of an unknown God. What makes me, what makes me believe that y'all just some idiots because y'all don't even know who y'all worshiping y'all y'all really worshiping an unknown god like make it make sense so paul is like it's not adding up now what i'm gonna tell you is this is what i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna proclaim to you the word of god so boom he got the busting out that big speech and he was like the god who made the world and everything in it is the lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands so all this that y'all got built up this ain't got nothing to do with god okay God don't live in man-made churches. He don't live in man-made altars. He don't even live here. Matter of fact, he created this, okay? So he don't need anything from us. So we can, we don't need to give God anything like jewelry, clothes, cars, money. And then we don't need to give God anything, you know? He can't accept that from us because he don't need anything. So rather he himself give everyone life and breath and everything else. So for one man made all nations that... They should inherit the whole earth. Boom. And in that land that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed time in history and the boundaries of the land. So he already gave them land. He already gave them time, points of time. So everybody has their appointed time in life. Paul is basically like everybody got their appointed time in life when they supposed to get what they get. What God want is for us to reach out to him. So Paul is telling him like God don't want you to worship these idol things god wants you to call out to him reach out to him glorify to him cry out to him speak to him talk to him like he wants you to reach out to him and find him though he is not far from us he's never far from us like he's right here but you would never know if you don't call out to him if you don't reach out to him if you don't talk to him you would never know so for in him we live and move and have our being because that's how god has created us god is designed to be in us now how can you find your god if you don't look inside yourself how could you even look inside yourself if you don't find God. Mm, pretty tricky. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offsprings. We are God's offspring. Therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by human design and skill, meaning that we are so past the eye of what humans see. Like, man, we are God-created people. We have the power of God inside. Oh, thank you, Jesus, Father God. I confess and manifest this power that you have for me. I will receive it, Lord. I will receive the power that you have given me to be a goddess here on earth. In whatever form and shape that may be, may it resonate in your name, Lord Jesus, as you call me to stand high in your name. 
So he commands all the people every day, everywhere to repent. And that's just what God wants us to do. He wants us to repent. He don't care what you did, what you said, where you been, how messed up your life been, what struggle you come from, what background you are, what race you are, what history, nothing. He doesn't care about any of that. God just wants you to repent every day. I mean, every day I need a new daily bread. Every day I need to repent my sins because mentally I could be thinking something. Physically, I could be doing something. Emotionally, I could be feeling something that's not of God. So yes, I need to repent. He has given proof to this everyone by raising Jesus from the dead saying like he will not leave us to die he will raise us up my old flesh that old person that I used to be she's dead a new person has risen a new goddess a new creation a new worshiper a new person a new faith believer has risen and that's what God has did for me so when they heard all about the resurrection of the dead some of them sneered some of them was like mm, we don't believe all of that that's crazy that's nonsense I don't believe that but then some of them also believe and they also wanted to hear again so they wanted to continue to hear Paul preach about the Messiah and his resurrection and everything that God had for him so at that Paul left the council so some of the people became followers of Paul and believe and among them was Dionysus a member of the Areopagus also a woman named Damaris and a number of other people I am excited to see and continue to hear the stories about this bible paul is not playing like he is really going hard for the word in the bible like he's going hard and i like that okay so you guys that was our episode for today go ahead and send this message to somebody who you feel may benefit from it like your mother your father your sister your brother your uncle your baby daddy baby mama niece grandchild anybody friend next door neighbor soulmate partner whomever just listen to the story together you know dive into the bible together the bible is very vital and essential for our lives like we need to hear these stories because we can take the stories and we can apply to it just like paul kept going and kept rooting for the lord he didn't care what city what state he go to he is going to preach that mean he is shaming the devil no matter where he goes and i like that thank you paul thank you paul for that so until next week you guys i am your host wantrell lavette and this is bougie bible study on blessed to be s bye